So, fellas, hey, man, y'all talk about a lot of dick on that show, man. Cutting dick, pulling your dick, putting needles in your dick, having some guy tell you that God's got to cut the end off your dick. Y'all some dick-loving motherfuckers. This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, Steve Simon. Lance Wackerly here. It's good to have you back, Wackerly. How was uh, the vacation? You look, you look resuscitated. You look, um, you look salubrious. Look like you're in good spirits after the, the what was that, a week off from doing the uh, show here? Yeah, it was very nice. So I'm surprised I look that well because now I'm back. Is there just a lot of drinking going on? Uh, there was portions of drinking, portions of sobriety. Well, uh, so, so wait a second. So we a couple weeks ago, we both went to Kalamazoo for our friend Vinny's wedding, Vinny and Karina's wedding. I hung out there till Sunday. You ended up giving me a ride back to my dad's house. And then you went off to go to see your parents. Yeah. Like way up north of Michigan. That was the beginning of the sober period. <laughs> So you took out the whole week off, right? Yeah. So what did you do with in northern Michigan with your parents? There's nothing to do in northern Michigan. You're you're from the same area. Um, no, dude. I'm. I watched I'm, a lot of TV. Uh, I think I drank a beer. Just I don't, one I'm beer. Not your parents where, don't drink. No, they do. But do you want to get shit faced with your dad? <laughs> I don't want to get shit faced with my parents. I wouldn't mind drinking a couple bottles of Manischewitz with a rabbi. Um, that's he might start you... circumcising things left and right. Yeah, I that's, get where a you scared. And I, that's where you and I differ. I just, I'm not interested. Yeah. I mean, my parents, they go to sleep early. But it passes the time. I mean, what, what, seriously, what do you do in Northern Michigan? Just watch a lot of TV? Yeah, you sleep, know, you read. talk about, uh, you know, oh my God, you'll, you'll never believe what your uncle did. So you weren't there your, for... Your nieces are so cute. <laughs> yeah, dude, Fuck. see... I would have wanted to stab a screwdriver in my ear. Right, and I used to be the kid, you know, I used to be that surly kid that would be like, God, you're so fucking boring. <laughs> just that- the ingrateful child. But I've developed my, uh, just I just fake smile and fake interest for three days. But brain is elsewhere. Oh, brain is way, way elsewhere. Like, I'm just sort of, yeah. So then, Thinking about Scarlett Johansson or something. So you were in northern Michigan for a few days, and then you went to Chicago, right, to go see our good friend Andy? Right. That'd be, Old when, college the drinking, that'd be when the drinking reignited. And how is uh, Chi-Town? It's been a while since I've been there. It's been a few years. I think it was Andy's wedding is the last time I was there. Yeah, well, there's so much drinking, we didn't even go into the city. <laughs> oh, you didn't even make it to Tooman's Alcohol Abuse Center? It's my favorite bar in Chicago, next to the L&L Tavern, where I want to be cremated. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you feel about bars, but as long as there's alcohol, which there was at Andy's house, and he lives in Berwyn, which is this like you know way suburb of so Chicago, there... I don't really need to trek all the way downtown on the L to like have a beer at Tumans. So were there big, beautiful suburban birds? 
No, we were just in his basement. <laughs> there were no birds at all. His wife was there. Well, that doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't shag his wife. So you just pretty but, much hung out, and uh, you, you didn't even go to the city at all? We went to the bar down the street from his house. Uh, I mean, you know Andy. Andy's the king He's of— He's just one of those guys. He's just like— uh, he doesn't Andy's even... the king of you're already fucking wasted, and then he wants to go to the bar, like at 1 a.m., you know, when you're already totally shit-faced. And I think I shortchanged this bartender, but she was just—she was one of those— Chicago dive bar bartenders who just looks like she came like out of a fucking toxic waste dump, <laughs> you know, or like body. He, I think the way he put it was her body had been formed by years of cheese steaks and shots of Jim Beam. And it's like smoking incessantly. Yeah. 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 It's just, and plus you can smoke in bars still in Chicago. Right. Can't you? Yeah. And she was smoking and drinking and eating cheese steaks as she was serving alcohol. So when I shortchanged her on the last just round, fish belly white, yeah, scraggly, greasy bad. hair, pockmarked face i can totally picture exactly just yeah. not really proportioned like a human being more like a upright salamander or something <laughs> well i definitely want to make it back to chicago sometime soon but I'm i gonna think have if to go you would have been there we would have gone into the i would have been because you would have been a third it would have been like okay we got to go do some lads type stuff but dude i can tell you one thing i'm not going back to kalamazoo michigan i will Ever. not go back there well why would you Dude, I mean, okay, so the wedding was all well and good. It was a good time. It's always nice to go get completely inebriated on someone else's dime. And they had good alcohol there. They had Hanger One Vodka, which was one of my favorites. And yeah, they from had the Bay Area, a, and I was drinking. They had Maker's Mark. I was drinking Maker's Mark and then some Jameson. And I don't think but I they had a beer the But they off at the end of the night. Well, they just ran out of booze. Yeah, I think we, we drank pretty much drink a lot. You know what's funny about weddings, too, is you're there with a bunch of other people I mean, a bunch of younger people, but there's like this mix, amalgamation of like old people, family members, and young people, but yet you still don't have any qualms about getting completely inebriated in front of them. Well, that was a pretty, as most are, that was a pretty segregated wedding. I mean, the old people are back in the back tables. Just and kind of sitting there. Look the young the people's tables are up at the front. I, the, the dance floor, there was never a person over 35 out there. And the DJ just sucked, although he was wearing a pretty sharp vest. <laughs> you remember that? He's like, he's totally like a, a, a Michigan DJ, what I'd picture him to be. He had a mustache yeah, vest. Right. Yeah. Our gay friend claimed that his gaydar was going off on that guy. Oh, I would I wouldn't have said that, but our gay friend said Because of the colorful vest. I mean he looked like a, he looked like a fancy lad. Yeah. Wearing something like so you know the wedding was but, all well and but, good. But back to your original point, you're never going back to Kalamazoo. Well, so the point is, dude, Kalamazoo is like a white trash hellhole i mean there's just like it's you <laughs> you're go, such a you're such a cosmopolitan stuff dude i can't go back into that community anymore i just can't live in michigan I, anymore. by the way i'm not disagreeing that it's a white trash hellhole i'm just <laughs> dude, saying i don't fucking care you could still have fun there you we, know what I, about tuggers yeah we we did go to a sports bar tuggers <laughs> twice yeah, I think uh, you almost got some phone numbers from uh, those couple like senior citizens sitting Old next birds to you. watching football. But I think the highlight of the trip, and, and I actually alluded to this last week when you were on vacation, uh, the highlight of the trip was the altercation that I actually kind of lied. I want to... I yeah, I want to offer a caveat here. We can't. My story from last week, I said that Wackerly got into an altercation with a guy who had a claw for a hand, a hook for a hand. But as it turned out, you didn't get an altercation. Someone else from the wedding party did. Yeah. You're kind of like the like the George Bush regime. Like they come out with this like shocking inflammatory news, statement. Inflammatory statement. But then they quietly retract it later. But nobody remembers the retraction. Yeah, well, you just remember the big uh I just wanted to offer story. a red herring. I wanted <laughs> okay. to offer like right. a you know, a fishing line out there so everyone's gonna you know, they have to listen this week because right. they want to hear about you it's, getting your face torn off by a guy with a claw. 
But you know, actually, it is based in truth. There was a guy with a hook, and he was trying to start an altercation. But so we were at this bar, White Trash Bar in Kalamazoo, which amazes me that Kalamazoo can still be so white trash, but yet have a college there. It's a college town. Right. Western Michigan University. Yeah, but Kalamazoo College is one of the most prestigious private schools in the country. Then why are there so many white trash there? (laughs) I mean, the the town is basically— I that was a white trash bar. That was a that was a college bar. I guess it was a college bar. Yeah, that but there was were like a bro bra bar. Like it bro, was kind bra, of like a frat boy kind of thing going on there. I don't even know there. if they have fraternities in Kalamazoo because school is too small. I think they're in trailers or but something. But the same pe- those same dudes that still go to that school, and it was just their type of bar. So we're at the bar, Harvey's, and uh, I was wasted. It was called Harvey's. I was so completely was wasted. Yes. You were wasted. And I don't know why. I think we were leaving. I thought we were leaving. I walked outside. I thought you were behind me. Then all of a sudden, I just see dude with this, you know, lobster hand claw guy running out and yelling I, at somebody in the park. Yelling, but he was like, "Bitch, come on, motherfucker, bitch!" And I turn around and you're standing there, and I'm thinking, "Dude, this guy wants to fight Wackerly." And well, then, okay, I will. This is another grain of truth to the story. I was once I. Fu- Saw him, like, trying to start a fight. I didn't even know if he was trying to start a fight with somebody in our group, but just a fight was about to start, and I noticed there was a guy with a hook. I definitely was, like, hovering, waiting for something to happen because I wanted to grab the hook in the melee and try and, like, <laughs> grab it off. Well, Plus, it, I think I could beat a one-armed dude's ass. He wasn't huge. No, he, well, he was a little bit bigger than I think as I am. As long as you just have to keep away like because you don't want the probably. hook to get, like, buried in your eyeball. Well, I wonder if he'd even use the hook. Oh, yeah, he'd use the hook. But that was the thing. It's like, you know, I thought... You know, I'm going to have to have Wackerly's back, being that he's a friend of mine. But at the same time, dude, it would be so great to talk about the podcast next week. Wackerly got their shit beat out of him with a guy who had a hook for a hand. If he put that hook into my eyeball, would you sterilize the wound with your tongue? No. But I'd you get my sister. You would just let me get an infection. I'd get my sister to pour some Jack Daniels in there or something. Because oh, I don't want your sister sterilized. But me. so, the, my then point. Then I definitely would get an infection. <laughs> my point is, though, how do you fight a guy? You know, who is crippled or who has a prosthetic arm? Do you pull the limb off and beat him with it or do you just not fight? You know, take the high road? What do you do? Well, yeah. What would you have done if. <laughs> the, the rules of combat are you, you first of all say, hey, dude, you're crippled. I'm not going to fight. <laughs> yeah, but that's just going to enrage him further. Well, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then you, you got to get the, you got to take the hook out of the game. Do you think he would use the hook? He's going to use advantage? the hook for sure. He's going to give you a hook Why with a hook? Why would he not use the hook? Because dude, is those he's going to fight fair? Those things cost like twenty thousand dollars. Oh, I didn't think about that. You know, I mean, if you but I thought the reason they cost damaged, so much is because they're so durable and, and battle ready. It still looked. I mean, it was still pretty. You know, uh, intimidating. I it mean, was it had, not like, a sharp, fake hand. It was a hook. It wasn't a hook. Well, it was a claw. Wasn't it more like a claw? Like, right, but it, it those claws. They you put look, a quarter in the machine. It picks up a little stuffed animal. Po- this is horrible on audio, but. You know, it hooks like this, and then it opens like laterally. Okay, yeah, is like head side. It's claws, definitely like... a hook. It's so you can grasp things and pull them to you. And yeah, I, I guess it did work like a hook. Like, and if you're a lumberjack, so you what know, would you, you have could... done if you get you would have incapacitated <laughs> the hook? Just grab the hook. You got to. That's the. You, there's no other option. I think I would have with the hook in play. He has an advantage. I think I would have pulled the guy's arm off and ran away. Think hook, about the it, prosthetic it, arm. The you're, not, you're not saying you would have made him a double MVP, right? Because <laughs> I know you're a, an internet badass and everything. Well, as it turned out, clarify. as it turned out, I found out the next day the guy with the hook actually deserved to be beat down, even though the what, fight was broken my up. Because I was well, so drunk. there was like a kind of a short, rotund girl that was part of the wedding party, and apparently the. Um, 
the the guy with a hook is a Kalamazoo townie. She was a Kalamazoo townie. She was a Kalamazoo townie. So they all knew the guy with the hook. Even Uh the guy that got in the fight with him, you know, part of the wedding party, he knew the guy with the hook. And so apparently, what happened in the bar? Guy with the hook was really drunk. He went up to um, you know the the girl with the short hair, the rotund girl, and he said to her, he said something to her along the lines of, "Hey, you're a whore." And he, she looked at her he boyfriend looked, was yeah there. his boy her boyfriend was there. He looks at her boyfriend. He's like, "You better keep this whore on a short leash uh-huh. because she'll suck every dick in the bar." <laughs> and so her boyfriend was kind of a wuss. He's sort of a nerd. He didn't really say anything. He just kind of was like smiling, I guess, and saying anything. And then the other guy who was part of the wedding party was like, "Dude, what the hell are you talking about? Like, you know, get the fuck away from her." Blah blah blah. And Somebody then it was defended on. her honor. And then yeah. that guy, I'm sure he was drunk. I mean, he's trying to drink away his one-armed sorrows. Yeah, and so he defended his honor, and that's what started yeah, the I fight. I would have liked but... to have gotten my hand on that hook. That, been that nice. would be a trophy. Be, yes, that would definitely be uh, from Kalamazoo. That would definitely be something nice. But I don't mind. Have. I don't. I don't think you should be bad mouthing Kalamazoo. I think there's you can have fun there. I do not plan. I to wouldn't go, want to live there. I do not plan to go I'm back to Kalamazoo. Gonna, like, ban it from my life. And I do not plan to go to my father's house in in uh, Detroit, Michigan either. Is there a story about that, or just I don't in really, general? It's. No, I mean, I, I hate going to my parents' place, but. It's something I got to do. You, you went. You dropped me off at my dad's place. My sister tried to throw my dad's uh, soiled underwear on you. <laughs> <laughs> my sister, yeah. like my sister, don't goes, remind me. Why do Why do I even deal with your sister? I don't know. My sister if she's goes not drow- dow- dousing me in water when I'm <laughs> hammered, or like you know, farting on me, or trying to throw your dad's dirty underwear on me. But go- my, my dad had visible skid marks in his tidy whities They're on the ground. My sister grabs it with a stick or a ruler, and first thing she does, tosses it at Wackerly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what's wrong with that girl. I think it's a case of arrested development. She's over 30 years old. I know. Still does that stuff. I know. So but, your dad isn't the cleanest guy. That's what we're saying, right? Yeah. My, there's my dirty underwear on the floor. There's dirty underwear, soiled underwear on the floor. There, were like, the house there was smells. like foliage all around. Yeah, there's the leaves dog everywhere. It's, it's, the dog was clean. That's good. It's, that's yeah, a good sign. I just, I can't sleep in the house. It's a gross house. I just don't plan to go there. It's boring because I don't have a car. My dad won't let me borrow his car. Yeah, and your dad doesn't exactly live in a walkable suburb. But <laughs> He like lives in that gated you know, community. Gated there's, community. There's a store for miles and miles. But I actually ended up going to downtown Detroit um, with uh, my friend Kessler who's been on the podcast before yeah he's been on the show before and it's except I think some he tries to remain incognito and he uses his first name but then we refer to his last name so we're sort of ruining his ruining uh, his alias here his anonymity but so uh, yeah we went to downtown Detroit when's the last time you went to downtown Detroit Oh, in college, and even in college, I rarely ever went. It's been like probably ten years for me. What I, what I had a, I had a, uh, whatever you call it, an internship job, you know, like where I took a term of college off and had this job, and I used to have to drive around Detroit for work, like to these factories that are out in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's god awful. It's probably the worst place on earth, just as far as like bombed out buildings that nobody will play claim to. Homes. Yeah, I, I mean abandoned houses. Really. Yeah, yeah. Even you know, even. Palestine or Beirut. I mean, it's all fucked up, but there's people there still like huddling, trying to make a living. Living there's, like, in shanties. Yeah, like <laughs> some parts of Detroit are seriously like the just ro- desolate. They're like, like the ghost road town. warrior. Po- post-apocalyptic is the best word. Yeah, post-apocalyptic urban nightmare. But so we went downtown Detroit, and he wouldn't park his car anywhere. And I, I wanted to find St. Andrew's Hall, which was one of my favorite bars back back in the day. 
And so we parked his car in like one of the casinos because there's all these casinos in Detroit. And I think yeah, white people just stay in the casinos. They don't actually walk around the street. No, yeah, you go, you park in the garage, walk directly and you from go the into garage, the casino, the and casino. you don't leave yeah. the, the premises. And so we're walking around trying to find St. Andrews Hall. We're kind of walking around like through Detroit. Detroit reminds me, I know I talk about how scary Oakland is. Detroit is a much larger Oakland, a much more desolate Oakland, and a much more scarier Oakland. Yeah. I mean, there's like homeless people that will well, kill you. Or you could say Oakland is just a much watered-down version of Detroit. Yeah, I mean, but it's smaller. I mean, Detroit's a huge city, but it's just desolate. It's barren. And there's some like thugs at every corner, like right. thug gangsters hanging out. Well, that, selling I mean, crack, I'm assuming. I imagine they're selling crack, but they're also heckling scared white boys walking around. I mean, we probably got it like at probably three different occasions. Guys are like... Hey, what's up, white boy? Where you going? What you doing down uh, here? And would it's just you like, gentlemen happen to know where St. Andrews <laughs> is? Like, Excuse it's me, one sir. One of my favorite bars from my youth. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I'm trying to find St. Andrews Hall. We actually did end up finding it, but, but after like, you know, 20 minutes of my friend bitching, like, let's get back to the casino. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think white people walk around Detroit. So no, nevertheless, all I have to say is I'm not going back to Michigan for a long time. But speaking of my father, I don't know if you listened to last week's show. He was on uh, episode 140, 141. No, I didn't listen, but I heard he was on. Yeah, we the uh, subject of the himself? show was circumcision. You know, I was kind of surprised. He was. I don't think he's even listened to the show. This was via phone, I assume? Yeah, we had a he phone He just thought interview. he was talking to you on the phone and you're recording him for the show. Is that what happened? He had no idea. No, actually, I, I tried to play it professionally. I wasn't like, hey, Dad, we're going to talk about cutting off infant penises. Uh-huh. No, and instead I was like, Rabbi, you know. I was trying to be all professional about it. Uh-huh. But no, I mean, he was um, articulate, enjoyed talking about the subject. It's something he's a kind of a professional on. I mean, all of he our guests. He snipped gu- many a foreskin in his days. <laughs> all of our guests, at least in-studio guests, I mean, they drink. So did he bust out the Manischewitz? No, but you know what he did say? He said, I asked him, I was like, so, you know, one of the, the, the main criticisms of circumcision from the anti-circumcision advocates is that the, the child is in immense, intense pain and is, is screaming and excruciating pain. And my dad's like, no, no, they don't even have nerve endings. He's like, and, and furthermore, we give them a cap full of Manischewitz wine. <laughs> Knocks them out. I was like, so you're basically admitting that you give alcohol to an eight-day-old child <laughs> and then you genitals. mutilate his genitals. <laughs> what, what the hell kind of religion is that? I don't know, but it sounds like a fun weekend. <laughs> No, so uh, anyway, we, we, we spoke to my father in episode 141 last week, and we also spoke to uh, Ron Lau, who uh, invented the TLC Tugger, which is an, a device that you can actually stretch your foreskin. Listen to last week's show, people, and you can he goes into this really detailed scientific explanation about how the device works. It was, <laughs> he, I, I was totally way over my head. And, it pulls and, your skin over your dick, I think, right? Yeah, but I mean, he, he <laughs> was much, talking about the com- weights and the PSI and like all the measurements he was taking. I mean, this guy's really into foreskin pulling. Uh-huh. I mean, or tugging, as he called it. So before we jump off from the introductions here, because I see you've got the score sheet out or something. I don't know. what la- Did last week get a score? Well, people that's, voted that's for against foreskin. About, we put a poll saying, would you have your son circumcised? And since- but before we do that, i just like to say, we're doing the show now, and, and you're not in any uh, trouble with your eternal soul because it's past sundown. Is that true? Past sundown? What do you mean? Isn't this the Jewish New Year? Or it is. Something? You know, and I was waiting for you to say Happy New Year to me, but since you no, I'm didn't, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make fun of your religion. <laughs> no, actually, aren't yeah. you not supposed to do anything during the daylight hours? Uh, for the past two days, you're supposed to just be in in a synagogue at Shul, yeah. praying for their sweet New Year. And I might have. Uh, 
I might have said Happy New Year, but isn't there supposed to be like some apples and caramel or something? Apples out here? and honey. Oh, apples right. and honey. Get it together. Get it together. When is that going to get busted out? You don't want my apples, and you definitely don't want my honey. <laughs> it's been in, sitting in there for about <laughs> two. Actually, I make my own honey. All right, no, that's um, all I had to ask. No, so. I haven't been to uh, Temple in, like, what, 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wasn't celebrating the Jewish New Year with all the other Jews. Instead, I was preparing for the Sick Wrong podcast tonight. <laughs> but uh, just to, just to uh, recap uh, last week's show, we did have a vote, Wackerly, about would you have your son circumcised? So I, I didn't get to ask you, would you have your son circumcised? Sure. Why? Because I'm circumcised. So you just do like it because father like father-like like son. Like son? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Do, don't, I, don't, I just am under the impression that in American hospitals, they just sort of are like, you don't want us to not circumcise him, right? And you're like, yeah, whatever. And they go, okay, click. And then that's just how they do it? Yeah. I, I've seen reports that you know, it's, you're like less likely to get AIDS if you're non-circumcised. But this is one of those issues that... You can't trust any research because it's the issue is just so polarizing. Any research you know is funded by it's one so side It's so divisive. That's why you can't really Which, trust Why do anybody. people have this much time on their hands? I, back to a, this question. These all, questions always come back to this. Why well, do people have this much time on their hands? Well, that's the thing. Like the, uh, the, 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 the TLC Tugger guy. I'm like, you know, I understand having a hobby or being passionate about something. Can't you be passionate about something more than the, the, the extra skin around the head of your penis? Yeah, or other like, people's penises. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I but mean, to give him credit, he's probably selling that. If he's selling that thing and making money, he is. He that's is good in my, in my book. But I'm just, you know, the people who just obsess about it and like constantly post in chat rooms about, t uh, you know, about foreskins. That's just and, like, you know, maybe you should, and write books about it about, yeah. you know, have you've stolen my foreskin. It's just like, you know, seriously, there's something wrong with you. you need therapy. But I, I mean, okay, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But no. apparently to a lot of people, it I, is. Yeah, it, it, if I had a wife who was like, oh, I'm definitely against... Uh, I'd just be like, all right, fuck it. Foreskinectomy? No, uh, circumcision. Circumcision, right. <laughs> Foreskinectomy? Where did you even... That's even harder to say than circumcision. I know, but I, had a, I couldn't remember. If I, if I got married to some chick and she's like, I'm totally against it, I'd be like, oh, fine. Then don't I, I don't care I don't if my kid has a, a foreskin. It's Either not like way. I'm going to be staring at my child's penis. Right. You know, I mean, maybe while he's, while he's an infant. Not my child's. But. Well, you know, in light of all the arguments for and against circumcision, I would still have my kid circumcised because I don't want him to have a heathen dog penis. That's just me, okay? All right. I mean, so you say you haven't been to Temple, but you still have these feelings about. Dude, I'm doing it for the chicks. He's going to be banging American chicks, and American chicks don't want, you know, a, a, a weenie roast thing going <laughs> you, on here. You don't know what the style is going to be in 20 years when your kid's getting laid. Dude, I never go out of style. But apparently, I was completely wrong. The sad thing is, you really believe that. <laughs> Wait till I hang myself when I'm 42. <laughs> when I find out I'm not that cool. <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously, we put this to a vote on the uh, on the website, and seriously, it was a landslide. No, most people would not have their children circumcised. I don't know if it's because we have a lot of international Europeans, listeners, yeah. you know, the, they all, all the Europeans. But seriously, a hundred and twenty eight people voted no, and only forty six people voted yes. Wow, that's I huge, dude. The, I mean, I wonder. It would have been great to break this down by like, are you a female saying this? Some are people you a, wrote are you a gay saying, male saying this? Like, like are they break it out by demographic? Because you know the opinion of a straight male is wholly different than a, somebody who's actually going to be face to face with one of these things. Yeah, just eye to eye, I mean, mano a mano, <laughs> mano a caco. 
I don't know. You know what? Well, what, but, what? What basis is the vote? That's what I'm. It, what on what basis are you voting? It'd That's be interesting I'm, to find out. But yes, most people would not circumcise their children. They figure it's mutilation. One guy, actually, one quote in particular, I want to point out. Bill wrote in. Yes, I'd circum- circumcise my kid because nobody likes smegma except maybe the Germans who would spread it over crackers. <laughs> and you know what? I have to say I agree with that guy. I tell you what I am pa- pa- passionate about, though. I'm leaving that umbilical cord on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck cutting that thing off. It's unnatural. Yeah, don't mutilate your kid. Yeah. Leave it on. Yeah, because oh, that's I, something I miss in my life is having my umbilical cord. <laughs> Feel like a trunk. <laughs> I'd sw- I put a watch on the end and swing it around. Just like a lasso. Yeah, I mean, sure, you could Chicks do tricks love with that. it. <laughs> and the gay men do too. Yeah, I mean, what what happens if your kid's born with a tail? You're gonna snip that off? Hell no. You Circus know? freak money. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Uh, quick recap: of Episode 140 from two weeks ago. Uh, If you recall, I did a story about a talkative, jocular, spree killer. Wackily did a story about a minister who had sex with his comatose wife. A listener sent in a story about Russian Satanists. Believe it or not, the Satanists came out victorious here with 102 votes. I came in second with 68. Wackily came in distant third with 36 votes. Wow, really? So it looks like we owe that listener a care package. So I, the qu- the question that was came up was whether it's okay to fuck your comatose wife, and by that vote, me losing, I guess it is fine. Yeah, I, I don't think people had any qualms about having sex with their You're comatose wife. That. I mean, she's still your wife. Yeah. People, you know the way sick and wrong works. Wanker and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. Present them here on the show. Audience votes. Winner gets a case of beer. We throw in a wild card submission with a listener story, which you can email to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. I'm not sure who started last week, but it is the Jewish New Year. So why don't I kick off the New Year with my story? Does that make sense? You're not going to get any converts that way by taking all the glory <laughs> Happy New Year, all okay. you Jews out yeah, there. Jews first. Here's my story for episode 142. Man sues Maryland doctor because he says that doctor stapled his butt shut. Uh, butt or butthole? <laughs> I think butthole. Okay. Uh, seriously, dude. This kind of gives a new meaning to the, the phrase, wrecked him. He nearly killed him because he almost did. It's happened in Baltimore. A man alleging a Maryland doctor stapled his rectum shut during an operation, causing him to go without defecating for 17 days. Took really? his um Took his federal lawsuit to trial this past Monday in Baltimore. 17 days, dude. He just thought he was had a bad case of the plug-ups. <laughs> Dude, don't you think he'd put his hand down there and just be like, what are these metal things holding my asshole shut? Well, we're talking we're, we're talking about a we're not talking about a swing line staple. <laughs> Dude, no, it's we're a staple. We're talking about a medical staple that's and I'm assuming what they're saying is like it's up inside. Oh, it's so not you like think a he went in the stapled... outside of his no, butt? No, 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 no. They, he went uh, guaranteed no, it's me- from the you know, outside. You know, you know what I'm, I mean, you, you, you've seen a medical staple before. What does a medical staple look like? Well, it, I'm picturing it, something. It's it's metal. It's kind of shaped like half a square. You, you have a stapler. My stapler. A, don't, don't touch my a, stapler. If a stitch <laughs> isn't enough to hold a wound shut, like it's in an area. Yeah, that, the, it's the thing with the the heavy uh, like the heavy ends to it. Sort right. of like there, it's really. But thick. I don't think. I mean, you're you're assuming that like. There's a big staple on the outside of his butthole. 
So you think the staple's on the inside of his butthole, but his butthole is open. I'm thinking it's open. like two or three inches up in there. Uh, okay, Which he so could he, stick his finger in there, but it's not like something I would immediately... So it's his to. colon that staples shut, not his rectum. I'm just thinking if this happened as a part of an internal surgical procedure, that yeah, it's somewhat inside his body. So answer me this there, Dr. Wackerly. <laughs> Where would the feces go if he hasn't defecated in 17 days? Oh, it's just building up and impacting in his colon. So he's just got this big, huge impaction of feces? It's, it's getting harder and harder at the same time his belly is getting more and more bloated, yeah. God, that's There's disgusting. a lot of room in your intestines, right? So I guess it could just I mean, kind if, of I've expand. heard what your, if you took your small intestine out, it would like, you know, be the size like of 120 a tennis feet court long or something. or something like that, yeah. So Ronald Watkins, 64 years old here of West Virginia, is suing Dr. Manuel Cassiano for allegedly botching a 2004 surgery that left him with permanent bowel problems. The reason for suing Dr. Cassiano is quite simple. His rectum was stapled shut, said his attorney. Um, apparently, Watkins now experiences rectal discharge and needs to wipe himself between 20 and 35 times a day. They actually use the phrase wipe himself. Wipe himself. <laughs> I, thought, I always would have thought there would be a more appropriate medical term for that. Well, so what I wonder about this, do they take out, they remove the staples, and now he just, you know, is incontinent. Is that, that's what it sounds like, right? Because if the staple was still there, he wouldn't have any discharge. That was the problem. You know, you're lucky my sister didn't throw Watkins soiled underwear on you. Because I think there'd be a lot more feces in that than my dad's underwear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I bet Post she would, though. Or pre-staple? <laughs> He's also- pre- when he had the staple, his wife was probably like, wow, he doesn't have skin marks anywhere. That was the best surgery ever. You know, I love how husbands make their wives do their laundry. So, I mean, for years, dude, this woman, this poor woman, uh, you know, this poor, unfortunate woman has been washing the skid marks out of her husband's underwear. Yeah, and if they years. get bad enough, you can't just throw the, the underwear in there with the soap. You got to, like apply the soap to the stain yeah, hand wash it because i have a big problem with ringer on the collar and i have to do that it's really annoying but you, you don't have the i have skid a sweaty marks. neck no not the skid marks <laughs> but a sweaty neck oh, so well, I've, I've had a skid mark you've had a skid mark i actually have one right now who here hasn't sharded come on <laughs> everybody everybody sharts even the pope uh, even girls even girls one. shart seriously well, girls obviously but you know the pope shards. Sarah Palin sharded once. Every single person has sharded. Mark, I think you need to write a song about that. The only person who hasn't sharded is somebody who doesn't wear underwear, like that has some just. Or someone who has their rectum stapled shut. Oh, sure, colostomy bag. So Watkins has had to have four unnecessary surgeries because of his actions. Uh, the doctor. Well, they are necessary. There's a staple in his fucking butthole. <laughs> it's very, at that point, it's necessary. Let's not bring the past into this. The doctor's attorney. His defense is based on that he claims that Watkins' bowels merely became swollen shut because of medical problems, not because of stapling. So there weren't, he, he's claiming there weren't any staples in there. The bowels became swollen shut. What kind of a hospital? Are there nurses assisting, uh, sorry, assisting with these surgeries? That what kind you of, can look in there and say... Was there metal... a staple or not? It's not just like the doctor's word, like, oh, there wasn't a staple. Well, that's what I don't understand. Like, how come you, you couldn't take an x-ray? You couldn't stick your finger up there and be like, there's a metal thing holding my butthole together. Yeah. I, I don't know. Or maybe it was one of the, Don't they have internal surgical stitches that, like, dissolve over time? 
but they might. I'm, I'm not even sure. Do we have any doctors to listen to the show? They're too smart and busy. Yeah, I think they're too. Inte- I think they're too intelligent and saving lives. You yeah. know, we only have train engineers and truck drivers to listen to sick and wrong. Yeah, and soccer moms. Well, plus, I mean, I mean, I I think doctors are have like mental problems anyway. They they have every day is sick and wrong. You know, they get their hands up people's assholes and they're fucking massaging people's livers and stuff. So. It's what people do for money. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Uh, Watkins, and this is kind of a startling um, statement here, kind of shocked me here. The doctor's attorney here said Watkins' habitual smoking over two packs a day contributed to his bowel problems because nicotine constricts blood vessels. Yeah. So smoking can cause your rectum. But smoking can cause your rectum to become swollen. Well, you have you ever had, okay, now we're really getting into have you ever. You've had a hemorrhoid, right? I've never had a hemorrhoid. You've had hemorrhoids? Have you Dude, ever had you're, that? You're, you're like 30 years old. Why you, are you getting hemorrhoids? You know what? You know, you know what? You just did, don't know you've had a hemorrhoid. You ever have a, an itch in your butthole and like you scratch it and you're like, but did I not wipe? And then you wipe and you're like, it still itches. You know, I think I might have had that's that. That's a hemorrhoid. Dude, but that, and you know what it is? It's a blood vessel that's popped out of your butthole. And, and then it's sticking out of your butthole? Yes, it's swollen and it's sticking out of your then butthole. Then how come I didn't have it treated and it just went away? They just go away. Dude, there was an oh, irritated those, those, rectal those, those tissue. Pre- those preparation age commercials where they're like, oh, thank God I didn't have to have surgery. If you have to have surgery for your hemorrhoids, you have like a serious hemorrhoid problem. But don't you get hemorrhoids from straining too hard when you're making a bowel movement? Right, and that, just you know, pushing too that hard. like strains the blood vessels. But other circulatory problems, like not even eating a fiber... That's another. Well, that's why you strain too hard. But apparently, smoking because it does other things. So you're saying smokers have a lot of hemorrhoids. Well, you if you smoke two packs a day, it's not helping. Because <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking up your blood blood vessels. Well, dude, who cares about is- lungs? You know, lung damage and wheezing. I mean, th- this guy, his rectum became swollen shut. He must have been one attractive man walking around smoking two packs a day. Sixty four years old, probably a lifetime of smoking. Uh huh. Uh, wheezing, I'm, black I'm, lungs. I'm thinking about your brother's future. <laughs> That's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> Dude, if my if my brother's rectum was swollen shut, I think he'd probably kill himself. Yeah, but it wouldn't take 17 <laughs> days. Here's the thing about your brother. It wouldn't take 17 days for somebody to find out that there was a staple up there. Yeah, but it There's would... regular spelunking expeditions going on. <laughs> but I'm just saying it would seriously impede his social life. Right, but they would find out on day one. They'd be like, so, "What? something's not right here. You're going right back to the doctor. <laughs> There's no entrance in here. Yeah. Uh, Watkins then complained of increasing rectal pressure and an inability to pass gas. I, Ga- he's, not, he's worried about gas. He should be worried about shits. I can't fart. <laughs> Can you picture this guy just trying to like strain one out? A fart or a shit? A fart. Either or. Yeah. Yeah, I can, actually. God, imagine his wife. I feel probably, bad for him. It's imagine sad. his wife sad. was probably pleased about that. Yeah, you know this this old curmudgeon. You know, like uh, after smoking for years, swollen rectum, can't fart. I'm can't sure he shit doesn't eat pants. a very balanced diet. Probably a lot of meat. So, in a subsequent surgery, Cassiano found that Watkins Watkins rectum was closed because of staples. According to the lawsuit, he couldn't get past the staple line. Uh, his uh, lawyer says, "How else do we know that his rectum was stapled shut?" Most importantly, the doctor himself. Said his rectum was swollen shut. Stapled or, or stapled swollen? shut. Stapled shut. And now they're countering and saying it was swollen. Okay. Um, I'm siding with this guy. What is the doctor's name? Dr. Manuel Cassiano. <laughs> That's, is, that a, dude, is that a trustworthy doctor name? 
Well, no. Number one, you, you read a you read a name like that, and you're thinking, well, "Where's he getting this surgery done? The basement of the La Tienda, like the you know the store, the bodega down the street." <laughs> I mean, is he getting this done in like a in a van somewhere? So you don't trust Mexican doctors, is what you're saying? <laughs> Only Jewish doctors. Well, what if he's an <laughs> he could be an Italian guy? I guess actually, yeah. I guess is he could Manuel be an Italian, guy. Italian or is that like Manolo? I think it can go either way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Say, and I don't even know what I'm getting at, but it's on the sick nothing and wrong good. star scale, you don't want your asshole to be stapled shut. You don't need that. And sure. the fact that this guy had to endure 17 days without ta- having a movement. Why did he go that long? Why didn't he uh, just on the first? So I guess there's some Americans who just, especially dudes, especially older, curmudgeonly Americans. Who just don't want to ever see Dude, the Dude, this guy's a doddering old fool. Yeah, and they you don't know, like doctors. He's probably had, you know, the past 10 years of his life just suffering from bowel problems. So I bet you, like, you know, he's gone a couple weeks without taking a shit. Damn. You know, it's probably, not, probably um, you know, a surprise. But the reason I want to give this 3.75 stars is because, A, his rectum was stapled shut, and that's disgusting. But, B, could you imagine the unholy hell he unleashed on that toilet bowl? On day, se- day On day 18. 18. Well, that's a good point. I was going to give it a three, but I'm giving it a 3.75. Ult- I'm imagining the. <laughs> I think I apply this to a lot of things, but the scene from The Shining with the elevator doors. <laughs> I know I've applied that scene. Just to, the blood pouring out. Yeah, just the doors gushing opening out of the hallway. And, and, and maybe it's not liquid, but something's coming out of the doors, and there's a lot of it. You don't expect it. I wonder if he horrifying. sent his wife off to bingo. Baby, you got to go to bingo. The you house is mine. Like Hawaii for a weekend. Wrecked him and nearly killed him. What are you giving it? Uh, for the floodgates opening, 3.5. All right. I'll take that. What do you have this uh, week for episode 142? Um, I got a courthouse story. Uh, guy's not defending himself, which is just too bad. But um, I hate when the criminals have lawyers. Yeah, and he's actually—it's not his own lawyer, right? He is a—he is a poor guy because <laughs> he's using a state state's attorney. Um, and it's not even his trial. He'd already been convicted of, um, or I guess charged in the 2005 slaying of Gata Eleon. Uh, somewhere around Chicago. His name's Cornell Tyler. He's 37. Cornell. It doesn't say he's convicted, but they don't. They say that this isn't anything more than a routine status hearing, which I have no idea what that means. That his trial's being postponed, and they just want to make sure like everything's kosher. Routine kosher. status hearing. Yeah, I've never heard of that, but it's not a real trial. So it's a preliminary. Hearing. The jury isn't in the room. Let me put it that way. Um, and uh, how old is this man? 37. And a spokesperson for the sheriff's department. Probably a career criminal. Um, well, he he murdered somebody. Okay. So who knows? What, <laughs> and it sounds like probably his girlfriend, right? He slew this woman. Probably a romantic tiff gone gone wrong. Um, but that's not the story. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so he, um, you know, the sheriffs bring him over from the county lockup. So one of the sher- a spokesman for the sheriff's department said that he was in the back of the courtroom prior to his appearance before the judge, and he was given some lunch. Um, so, you know, a sandwich, some so, chips. Uh, what do they give him, like a peanut butter jelly sandwich? Diet Coke. Roast beef or something? Yeah, ham sandwich. I'm Swiss. surprised they even feed them at uh, court. Um, it's probably a scheduling thing. You know? okay. Like If they could bring him over in between meals, it'd be better because they've got the whole meal routine down at the jail. But, you know, the judge only has so many hours in her day. 
Um, the judge is named Kathleen Panaza, by the way. Um, so uh, he eats the sandwich, eats the chips, drinks the Mr. Pib, and uh, then he said, I have to use the bathroom. Because that ham sandwich really got to me. Maybe it was old or something. <laughs> Went right through him. Right. I'm editorializing at this point or just theorizing. But he, he convinced the sheriffs that, that brought him over that he had to use the toilet. Um, apparently, he took the bag, the sandwich bag. The, the, the glad plastic bag. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, when I make sandwiches, I like the Ziploc. The Ziploc. Because it, it seals a Ziploc in the freshness. Bag, yeah. But when you're in jail, you probably just have the bag that the flap. There's a flap <laughs> the on the The little end. flap, the cheap bag. Yeah. It kind of surrounds your sandwich, but there's still an air gap that you can't <laughs> deal with. I'm thinking, you know, you're in jail, man. What do you expect? You're getting the flappy bag. Yeah. Um, you don't get a Ziploc anymore. Right. And I you think don't deserve the Ziploc. I'm... I am at a loss to think whether he would have preferred the Ziploc or preferred the one that has the loose opening. And you can maybe once you hear the rest of the story, you'll answer my question. I can only surmise. <laughs> so he, and I'm assuming he did, he, he pocketed this bag without the sheriff's people knowing because you generally want to keep just foreign objects out of the hands of prisoners because you know, who's to know he's going to turn into a weapon or if he's going to try and kill himself with it. You know, I, I envision him wearing the orange jumpsuit. I'm surprised that they have pockets in those jumpsuits. Well, they have a waistband. Okay, so he probably a lot of shit in between your, you know, at, or cup it in your ass cheeks. Yeah, he probably cheeked the bag. Um, and so he went to the toilet to uh, do his business and I would also assume that uh, the, you know, the cop went in there with him must not have made him leave the door open. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to watch. Um, I'm going to jump to the end, and then you can figure out what happened, although I'm sure everybody knows what's going to happen here. Everybody knows I, I, I'm going, kind right? of predicting the uh, the He comes the back out of, of the toilet, uh, goes up in front of the judge finally. You know, it's his turn, and the judge says, Is your name Cornell Tyler? He said, My name is... <laughs> that was a southern accent. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> He said, it's Chicago. So he says, my name is Self-Destruction, but you nice. can call me Smitty. <laughs> well, I mean, and then they bleep that part out. I can't imagine what he said. And then he uh, reached his hand down the front of his pants, down into his crotch. Uh, and obviously the bailiffs jump on him because they think he's going to pull out a gun pull out and a shoot gun the judge, something. right? But he pulls out the plastic bag, which has his shit in it, and <laughs> lobs it, attempts to lob it at the judge. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so he threw a bag of his own feces at the judge. Yeah. Well, wow. you know, that he, uh, the bag that the sandwich came out, it went in his mouth, <laughs> he went to the bathroom, <laughs> the sandwich came out the other end and went into the bag. Um, I, I imagine this is probably going to help his legal proceedings. Right. It, it'd be nice to think that this judge, Kathleen Panazzo got it right in the face. Right. But, uh, they say that, uh, this, the same sheriff's, uh, spokesman says that spokeswoman says that in the scuffle, he did throw the ex excrement towards the front of the courtroom. The judge was not in injured, but unfortunately our deputies were <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I love how they say adversely injured. affected. <laughs> I love how they say injured. Yeah. They were covered in feces. Okay. <laughs> They're humiliated. They were it's adversely disgusting. affected. Um, and then, so obviously, you know, they thought he had a gun. They tackled him. Dude, they, they probably gave him a seven man beat down. They stopped the routine says hearing. Well, there's usually cameras in the courtroom, so you can't like do what you want, you know, later. do what thou wilt. After yeah, later. the fact. Um, they, they tackled him. They took him back out. 
And uh, the judge finished the court call in a back hallway. I don't really understand that, <laughs> that sentence. I guess they did do their business with him. They just went out in the hallway, and she said, this is what's going on. Um, because- I would have finished it behind like a glass like protective screen of some yeah, sort. The state's attorney said that the courtroom stunk to Asmets. high heavens. <laughs> unquote. You gotta give it to the guy, dude. That's the way. If you're, I mean, seriously, dude, this guy was damned. I mean, he's committed murder. He's obviously guilty. He's obviously culpable. He's gonna be sentenced for life. Go out with a bang. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, he's not, I mean, I can't imagine what, he's probably going to have a lot of hijinks. I don't think he's going to be exonerated. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. Could you imagine? These kind of hijinks are going on in the preliminary phases. (laughs) Could you imagine when he gets to the the actual trial with the, uh, the, the, you know, the deceased family? They're going to have to put him in one of those Hannibal Lecter face masks. He's going to have to chop a couple bars of X lax. (laughs) Plenty of feces to go around. Yeah. And then here's the other angle is. He he was allowed to. Sh- he's a murderer who was allowed to shit in the t- in the public restroom with the door shut, and that's never gonna happen again. Like you know, people who like had too many parking tickets and are you know went, got hauled into jail and are down at courtroom and have to take a shit. They have to do it while the bailiff is watching them. You know, just because of this guy, he ruined it for everybody. But if but if that happened, like <laughs> if I was ever convicted of a murder and uh, I was in trial and I had to take a you know take a shit and I went to the bathroom. I would put on a show if a guy was watching me. I would, you know, have one leg up. Duke's a hazarding that, uh, you know, that shit out. I, would, I mean, I would totally put on uh, a show. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. What? Duke's a hazarding? <laughs> Dude, I'd have one leg going on. You've never Duke's a hazard at a log out? I don't even know what you're talking about. Dude, you know, when you go on like one, like you're trying to get it out quickly and you just kind of lift up one ass cheek and just force it out. You've what? never like Duke's sitting, a hazard at a log. Sitting on the toilet takes too much time? Dude, sometimes when I go to the bathroom, I don't want to sit there for 10 minutes and read the newspaper. I just want to dukes a hazard out that log and get back to my business. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you okay. remember? I'm going to get past the fact that it goes faster. And just, I'll just accept that at face value. But why is it called Dukes of Hazard? Remember when the General Lee used to go up on two wheels and just kind of like slide by something? Yeah. Same okay. concept. I guess I just think but of I'm that more as my a, a general... You know, '80s sitcom car trope. I don't know. I don't sort of, but you know, you know how it's like. I'm yeah, no, I see. Okay, out, all right, you know? all right. Like... I understand. It. I understand where you're getting at. Sure. Um, so, so all I'm saying is, if a bailiff had to watch me, I would put on a show. I might even fling a little bit of poo at him. I don't know. I mean, if I was, but a murderer, the whole point is the bailiff's gonna watch you, and he's gonna make sure all the poo goes in the bowl. <laughs> you're not gonna have any poo. So you don't think he's gonna, if he sees you like sticking your uh, your hand down into the toilet. You're going to be what? stopped? <laughs> yeah, you'll be stopped. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of him this watching. It's got to be it. the worst job in law enforcement. Poo watcher. Uh, yeah, but those those prison guards, they get paid really well. I don't even care, dude. I don't even, get, I don't even care if I got paid more than the proctologist from my story. I would not want to watch prisoners have to take a shit. That's my job every day. Well, that's you, but maybe some people would enjoy it. <laughs> I guess some people Certain like types. to be bus drivers. So on the sick and wrong star scale... If he would have covered this judge, this magistrate, in feces, I would have given it a 4.5. Square in the face, 4.5. Square in the face, 4.5. Sadly, dude. that didn't happen. Sadly, it didn't happen, so I'm going to have to deduct a couple points here. I'm going to give it a 4.25. Uh, yeah, I'm not even... Yeah, I'll just give it a 4. Maybe The actually, bailiffs I'm, got it. <laughs> the, the bailiffs did get covered. That's, that's why the fact that he had the, the creativity to take the feces, put it in his pants, pull it out, and still get the bailiffs... 
4.25. And don't forget his little soliloquy about, you know, my name is self-destruction. I don't know where that comes from. But and then know. the Smitty, no, I mean shitty. I do. <laughs> no, I mean shitty. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah. Four. So we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that one. Go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. People, we have the listener submission here um, for uh, episode 142. I have an honorable mention that I just kind of want to brought up. Um, it's sent in by Randy Nubbins, which I think is probably a pseudonym. He says, if you fucked her, would it be bestiality? Uh, the story took place in Middletown, Connecticut. A woman wearing cow suit charged with disorderly conduct. Do you see this one, Wackerly? Yeah. Hilarious. Middletown woman is accused <laughs> because of being... Because of the picture. picture yeah, it, she's accused funny. of being disorderly in public while wearing a cow suit. Apparently, she had chased some children in her neighborhood while wearing the suit. She also urinated on a neighbor's front porch and was warned by officers to go home and stay there. But apparently, she went back out in the cow suit. I don't know why she was wearing the cow suit. But we'll have to put a picture Just, of her in the cow suit on the website. A fat woman in a cow suit urinating in public is pretty hilarious. Yeah, Re- no, regardless I, of the rest of the story. I, you know, I don't even understand. Is there what, a flap in the back, or did she <laughs> the udder? It comes right out of the it, udder. right out of the udder, dude. Right, right. <laughs> cows so, don't pee out of the udder. You know that, right? Yeah, the milk comes out. It kind of looks like urine, white <laughs> urine. <laughs> so, uh, Randy Nubbins, thank you for sending that in, and uh, you know. I don't, I don't, I think judging by what this woman looks like, I think it would be bestiality if you had sex with her. Probably. She's pretty hideous. Uh-huh. So the actual story that we're going to do came in from Alicia, Alicia, probably. She says, hey, D and Lance, I can't imagine I'm the only one to send this in, uh, which she's not. But I had to try what with it being a story from my hometown. Is she the only one with awesome tits and a vagina? <laughs> you know, I always almost, you know, I don't want to give preference to hot chicks, but, uh, if she looks anything like the the perpetrator of her story, I'd totally give this one to Let's her. Let's assume she does. Yeah, I'm going to. No, actually, we had like five people send it in, but Alicia was the first person to send it in. So I'm, I'm, I'm being equitable. Uh, she says, I'm practically bursting with civic pride. Unfortunately, I also share a first name with the woman in the story. But I assure you that I always keep a proper distance between my mouth and the genitals of children. Love the podcast. Thanks for all the free entertainment. What Alicia. is the proper distance? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently this woman violated it. Okay. Um, we'll talk about, I would we'll say about the end. You know what I would say about um, 12 two feet? miles? I stay in my house That's away never gonna from happen, other people's though. children. You know, all these crackheads around here that have kids out on the corner. I don't even like miles. to touch infants. Like, seriously, if your friend lets you... Feet. But you know how, like, you'll go to... You know, like, our friend uh, Big Jeff just had a kid. Uh-huh. He's never once been like, you want to hold her? Because he knows I don't. Right. You know, it's, and but you've I, I kind of like that about You've been him. within 12 feet of her, so maybe six I've been feet. in a couple inches, but yeah, it's just like, you know. <laughs> That's too much, dude. No, it's way too You're much. You're crossing a boundary. No, he's been holding the kid in front of me, and I'm just like, no, I, you know, I, I would never hold the kid. Yeah, I think five feet. I think 10. They smell bad. Yeah, but. Dude, you, they smell. Think about it this way. A bus is like five feet wide. They so. fling poo. No, those are monkeys. You know the difference between a monkey and a, ch- a human child, right? I'm talking about murder defendants. Yeah, okay. A Denver mom charged in sex assault on son two years old. 31-year-old mother was charged today with sexual assault on her two-year-old son. And believe it or not, we're going to have to post her picture because she is hot. She's uh-huh. a total MILF, dude. 31 uh-huh. years old, really hot. Yeah, and, I'm uh, conflicted because child molestation is gross. It's disgusting. But, I mean, but she's then a, a hot pedophile. mom get, you know... Well, she's not really a, a pedophile because she was getting off on it. But I, if I was an infant, if I'm, you know, if I was, you know, seriously, if she wanted to give me a blowjob, I would not 
say no. You would consent? I would give her full consent. Actually, she could do it without my consent. I could be sleeping and she could do you it You give me. retroactive consent. Once you're 18, you would be like, that was pretty cool. She's hot. Yeah. Alicia Lee of Denver took photos of herself performing oral sex on her child and then emailed them to a friend in April. Uh, the emails were forwarded to the child's father by the friend and the father then reported it to the police. In an April 4th message, Lee wrote to her friend, Did I tell you about my fantasy about the baby? It's weird, but at times when I change his diaper, I think of taking it into my mouth to see his reaction. The shit? No, I think he's, he's talking about <laughs> oh, his member. Right, I wasn't following that story. <laughs> Wackily, you have feces on the mind, okay? <laughs> uh, but you know, as I was, though seriously, I was thinking about this. You never want to get this email from a friend. Could you imagine if Big Jeff sent you this email? That he is <laughs> filleting his child? Well, maybe, but seriously, if you had a friend who had a kid and he's just like, did I ever tell you about my fantasy I have about my kid? Would you just be like, stop, you're about to ruin our relationship? Well, but you, but at that point you have you have to be like, well, I have to make sure that the kid is all right, right? You have to more, you're morally obligated to like find out what happened. Dude, and- wackily, if you had a child, and what if you said- I mean, what if the end of the sentence is, I want to like stab the shit out of it and throw it down the garbage disposal, and then that happens, and you're like, oh, maybe I should have listened to what he says, fantasy wise. Yeah, but if she didn't tell you, you'd never know, and you'd just be like, okay, she's a psycho, not my fault. But you knew that she was gonna tell you. I, I, I guess you have a point. So you're saying you'd like to hear her innermost deep no, fantasies I, I about like this child? No, I would like for it never to happen, but once they start something <laughs> like that, you're like, uh... What is it? What no, are you? Yeah, what is me. your fantasy? You want to, you know, take it to the petting zoo? Oh, that's good. Why well, actually keep your fantasies to yourself? That's all I have to say And, I mean, about you're it. talking about Big Jeff doing it. You got to admit, <laughs> this is different if it's a guy or a girl. Yeah, I guess you... And this is the I mean, baby's it's the mother. Same, it's but the at baby's the same mother. Time, there is... It's kind of different. So in a message the next day, she wrote, did it. He giggled a lot. I think it tickled him. I'll try again tomorrow. I think if I do it enough, he'll get used to it. Now, that's just kind of disconcerting. That last <laughs> sentence is disconcerting. Like, because now, she, now she's just not a weird postpartum crazy mom with lots of weird hormones running through her system and lactating and like, you know, like obsessing over a baby. But now she's like planning as the kid ages, she's going to like... He's and, gonna be but, acclimatized to this, and but do you get indoctrinated to the world of blowjobs at the age of two? I don't know. I mean, it's it's too early. Like, no, but isn't your isn't that don't, don't they say that like your brain is growing like ten percent a month? Like mo- your brain grows way faster than it ever will for the rest of your life in like your first two years. Yeah, but could, dude, she's she's creating an unnatural mother son relationship. Well, she's giving a new meaning to the term "mama's boy." Seriously, he's gonna grow up thinking. Yeah, my mom sucked my dick since I've been two. Uh huh. You want to go at it? Yeah. You know. I've I mean? Actually, I get. I mean, I just get. It's just one of those things where women, you know, they have this kid and they just lose their fucking mind. You no, know, it's that postpartum. Didn't Brooke Shields have the same thing? Michael she Jackson. Po- she had postpartum. Michael Jackson had the same postpartum because he had two kids. <laughs> I was, I was out of the, never mind. <laughs> okay, I guess it's different in his case. I thought that was Liz Taylor's vagina that those kids came out of. Yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 White diamonds. <laughs> I think they came out of a test tube. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. But, but you know, yeah, there's postpartum depression. That's that's what I'm talking about. Just but there's the other. You know, there's the depression, and then there's and that's where like that woman drowned her children in the bathtub. But then there's the other thing that I think is much more common, where just 
you know, the mom just can't stop talking about the baby and can't stop like goo goo gaga with the baby and can't stop sucking the baby's cock. Ultimately. <laughs> but dude, I, I, there's a there's a fine line between saying, oh, my baby looks so cute with his little blue bonnet or that pacifier, or what have you. There's a fine line between that and saying, yeah, I've always had this fantasy about sticking, you know, my baby's penis in my mouth. OK, let, let's really break this down. The D. Simon viewpoint. The blue bonnet, the pacifier, <laughs> we got that. You've stated that. But would you ever tickle a baby? Would you rather, like, tickle its stomach? If it was Stephanie's kid, God forbid. <laughs> would you be like, oh, my nephew, he's so cute. And you'd tickle its belly and it laughed and you'd, like, tickle it again. Hypothetically speaking, no, you'd never I don't fucking like do to that. touch children. You'd never fucking do that. So you have no bearing or basis to make any judgment about that because even that touching, which everybody else would is finds acceptable. You find unacceptable. Well, yeah, so you're not the person kids. They disgust me. Right. But so you're not the person I don't touch retarded people either. You have no, neither do I, but let's not (laughs) Now you're changing the subject. You have no basis to make, to draw that line. So right. you're saying because I didn't carry this child to term, I'm not worthy to suck his penis? Would you Is listen, that what you're saying? I'm making a specific argument. <laughs> you think that even like tickling, like tickling a kid's belly or like letting it hold your finger, you think that's disgusting. No, you know, I, a baby's held my finger before. I, okay, you know, so the I, finger I is beyond, I on rest, the I but I didn't puke. Uh, I guess that's what I'm trying to find out is where the D. Simon line is. The border is. That's the line, the finger holding? I'm just saying that there's a line... And she crossed it. There is one, but your line is like a hundred yards back. So you're saying I'm not fit to judge this lady. I'm just saying I think the line is the belly button. <laughs> if you're gonna tickle the kid and put your mouth on it, above the belly button, below the knees, <laughs> below the knees, above the belly button. But yeah. that little that I'm area, to, uh, that is, like six inch, seven inch area between no belly land. button. It's just no don't man go there. and no woman's <laughs> land. Stay out of there. I know, mothers, you're nuts. You have weird <laughs> hormones. Just stay out of that region. And how many babies have you even touched in your life? I don't like it either, but I don't think it's disgusting. I just would rather not. My thing is I always think I'm going to drop them and they're going to be, you know, permanently disfigured. That's that's my main main reason why I don't hold kids. But this leads me into my next question. Do babies get erections? Like, what, what is she sucking on? His, like, flaccid little baby penis? Yeah, it's like the size of a fucking lima bean. I... But I mean, do babies get erections? I don't. I don't know. I don't either. So do why you think... would I know? Why would I know that? <laughs> I don't, dude. You you seem to know so much about baby lines. You know what I bet you that you know when you like drink a lot of beer and you kind of go take a leak before you go to bed because you don't want to piss the bed, but still the beer is moving through your system because like you slam that last one right before yeah, you go to sleep, yeah, and then you wake up in the middle of the night and you've got this like giant piss hard on. You think it's one of those? They probably get piss hard ons, but not like. Yeah, I, I, I was Arousal wondering. I mean, I, I didn't even think about it. I just wonder if babies actually get erections. I bet you they get piss hard on. But I wonder if, like, the mother is changing the kid. The kid obviously is is a guy, and he's like, you know, I got this woman's hand on my balls, and he gets it's hard, my he gets aroused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when you're an infant, you can't really, you know. Well, what about sucking on that titty? Everybody accepts that as being normal. He, that probably gives him a boner too. I bet your babies get boners. And yeah. that's what gave her the fantasy. But actually, and I, I actually, now that I think about it, I kind of withdraw my piss erection thing because they're wearing a diaper. If they have to piss, they just fucking piss. They just pee anyway. Right. I think it's just, you know what I think we're, we're unveiling here is our ignorance about children. You know what I think I'm finding out? I think I might be into infantilism myself. <laughs> Next thing <laughs> you know, you're going to be wearing a diaper the to the cigar arm podcast. some hot mom giving a, a blowjob. No wonder you hate diaper fetishes it's so like much, Wackerly. 
<laughs> so Am I one of those people? Am I a self-hating diaper fetishist? <laughs> That's what I think. Oh, shit. It's been a very revealing podcast, Fuck. this one. Uh, Alicia Lee's husband said he confronted his wife about the photos on August 1st, and she agreed to go to counseling and get help. Could you imagine having to confront your wife about this? Your wife's friend sent you sent you text messages from your wife saying she sucked your child's cock. And you have to go up to your wife and say, Did she suck it? She put it in her. She says she put it in her mouth, and she's gonna do it again. I don't think she. He needs, giggled. I he think, giggled. Okay, but I don't. That's just a statement of fact. If the kid giggled, he giggled. But I don't think this is just you know some therapist is fucking. She getting licked paid his John to, Thomas. <laughs> some therapist <laughs> is getting paid now to like talk her through this. Can't somebody just be like, "Hey, bitch, the zone. Stay out of it. Like I, maybe you didn't <laughs> know about the zone. zone, but there's a zone, it's and just the don't no touch zone, the no mouth zone." No, but I she mean, she needs to be told, "Don't fucking do that." And she and she probably would be like, "Oh yeah, I didn't realize, but you're right. That's so, but I mean, okay. So let's say this happened. Would you turn her into the police, or would if you it was make my her wife? seek counseling? If this is your wife, no, I wouldn't. Would you smack her around a bit, knock some sense into Outside her? Outside of her normal smacking <laughs> regiment, <laughs> yeah, not, I might smack her around. I would be. I would say like, you can't do that. And the fact that you like emailed your friend makes me realize that you didn't even think it was weird. And just, I'm telling you, it's fucking weird and you can't do that. I don't think she got off on it. I think she got off on the shock of it. The novelty. I just, I don't think she realized it was weird. I think she think it's, I, th- I think it's, it's this the baby, postpartum it's the baby hysteria. craziness, the pa- so, postpartum hysteria. So exactly. Lee is charged with sexual assault on a child, sexual assault on a child by a person in position of trust. An aggravated incest, which is a charge you probably never want. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think... I mean, I think it's gross that she did it. I think it's gross that she didn't even think that it was something she'd, she'd even hide. I think she thought it was funny, but co- <laughs> judging by the text. And funny in the same way that's, that new parents think that like everything that their baby does... You know, oh, we took his poop and it was green. It was so funny because I fed him peas. <laughs> and then take a picture of the poop and send it to you in the email. And you're like... They think that's fun, like funny, cute, funny. So is so so Wackerly with with what you you've just said, you know, in relation to your your previous statements, you don't you don't consider the sick and wrong. Like to what would you what no. would you give it on the star stupid. scale? I think she's stupid, and I think it's retarded that she's let her postpartum hysteria obscure her like sense of society and what like what's normal in society acceptable. But I don't necessarily think it's sick and wrong. I don't. Do you think because she, she's going to walk around now with a child molestation albatross around her neck? Do you think she's a child molester? I don't think she's a sex offender. I don't think she's a pedophile. But according to was, this state, she is now a sex offender. I don't think she was experiencing any pleasure from this. I think I also agree that she's an idiot, and that she thought it would be funny, a novelty, and that's why she did this. So I don't consider this to be. I, I consider it sick that she had a baby penis in her mouth, but I don't consider it wrong. I'm going to give this a 2.5, halfway in between. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 2, but I, I think it's a great, uh, interesting, not great, uh, but interesting story. It's a fascinating story. I, it's not, it's just not like, I mean, we do stories, you know, where women like will chop their child's penis off. If she bit it off, it would have been a Which five Which is crazy. Star. I don't think this chick star. is crazy. I just think. No more than any new mom. I think it's postpartum hysteria that just kind of gave her temporary insanity. I agree. We'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. Go vote sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 142.
Well, this is Jim Rose of the Jim Rose Circus. And uh, before I put my face in broken glass and let somebody stomp on the back of my head, I have to listen to Sick and Wrong. Wackily, we're nearing the end of the show, and as usual, we tend to get to listener email and phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. People call the hotline at 206-666-3846. So in the past couple weeks, we've received uh, quite a number of phone calls. I know we can't get to all of them. We've been trying to play them in in stride here. And uh, we have a few to play tonight. So, yeah, let's uh, get to call number one here, Wackily. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, I'm Fester, and I'm calling out of Lansing, Michigan. I'm recently, I'm new to the to the Sick and Wrong podcast, and I must tell you that I absolutely love it. You guys are sick, and you are wrong, and you're also very funny. So I need to know if I'm even qualified to be fans of the show, so I'm going to tell you something. I'm not very proud of it. One time, the hottest girl I work with got out of the bathroom, and I casually walked in after behind her after she left, and I licked the toilet seat, <laughs> and I got a wart on my tongue. Ooh. I had to have it frozen off, and it was not pleasant. It hasn't come back yet, so I'm kind of geeked about that. Anyway, I love the show, and uh, yeah, keep being sick and wrong, and uh, that's about it. Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> so wait, the dude followed the hot chick into the bathroom after she left. I'm assuming this is one of those single-unit bathrooms. And he licked the toilet seat. Why, why would you do that? First of all, her vagina's not on the seat. Her ass was, though. Her ass cheek. You know, he probably... I'm assuming she wasn't Dukes of Hazarding it. (laughs) Maybe, you never know. She might have been in a hurry. Do girls do that? Daisy Duke it out? (laughs) Everyone does that. Daisy Duke it out. (laughs) Daisy Dukey. You know, but the thing is, this guy could have caught warts from a number of people that had probably used that toilet seat. Yeah. But, you know, it surprises me that you would even catch a wart on your tongue. I didn't even know you could do that. Uh, well, what? It's like human papillomelia virus or something like that? I'm assuming the guy doesn't have a girlfriend, so he probably didn't have to. If he's following in hot chicks and licking the toilet seat behind no them, there. he probably doesn't have a girlfriend. No. So he didn't have to explain, uh, baby, I can't French kiss you because I have a wart on my tongue. You cheated on me. No, no, I just licked a toilet seat at work. I wonder how many people he's divulged his secret to. All the listeners of this podcast. <laughs> oh, you mean before that? I don't know. Nobody. He's just, I think he said that he never told this to anybody. You know, when I used to work at the newspaper in Oakland, the East Bay Express, there was the hottest chick that worked, worked there. Her name was Tiffany. Beautiful girl. Blonde. Everyone loved her. She had the perfect ass. Like, perfect body, actually. Uh-huh. And, you know, I used to think she was, like, the hottest girl, you know, one of the hottest girls I've ever seen. Definitely a 9 or a 10. Until... I followed her after, like, I went in the bathroom after she was done. It was a single-unit bathroom. She came out of that bathroom, and she destroyed it. There was no courtesy flush. She, I mean, seriously, she unleashed a heaping turd into that toilet, left it sitting there the whole time, and then somehow managed to flush it at the end without having to use a plunger. Was there a smudge? No, there wasn't a slick, but, I mean, the toilet was just, I mean, it, the bathroom the smelled so bad. The, the stench was just unbearable. I was like, you know what? I don't find you as hot anymore. I would not have licked the toilet seat after that. Did you huff the ball? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, did. I did. Thank you, Fester, for calling that in. And yeah, you're a disgusting pervert. Call number two. Club sick and wrong. Your boy Clover Killer, aka. We know because you're the only guy that listens to the show with that accent. Yeah, <laughs> that text, that crazy text, and you wanted to see Kendra's pussy. Yeah. Aka the Jaeger Monster. Got a little story for you, and I'll try to keep it short, waggly, so you don't have a reason to bitch. <laughs> I'm okay, a bitchy so, uh, man. Just like you, D. I was a strip club DJ for a while. Cheers. One point in time Something in my you know, everybody's best friend, also everyone's dope man, also. Nobody ever knows why you really quit a job like that, you know, but I did. So this story goes along with your uh, shit topic from the last podcast. I went with a friend of mine to Dallas to help him for a job for his father-in-law. There a couple of days and started to feel the need to see some ass and titties, you know. Passed around and found out where the uh, not-so-high-class titty bars were. Um, okay, is this the Texan version of keeping a story short? <laughs> I love how Wackerly's patience is already worn thin. I'm going to fast-forward and see if we can get something good here. Hang on. So so the guy goes to Dallas. He ends up going to a strip club to see some moves. ass and titties because yeah. he's bored. Yeah. Okay. It, in, for future reference, you could just say, I was in Texas at a strip club. <laughs> Let's try this spot. <clears throat> on the back wasn't very willing finally convinced him started on my way and I uh, started getting a rumble in the tummy uh oh thought I had a fart or something well you know shit myself <laughs> yeah that's right the floodgate opened all into my well, hold on one second he, you know it's funny because with that Texan accent you can actually it conveys emotion and you can tell he was truly disappointed with himself right yeah. there I shit, you know, shit myself I shit myself Fuck. I'm a disgusting person. I'm, I'm sure George Bush has said the same thing. <laughs> well, it's the about the thing. Iraq War. <laughs> so I pulled right over, like to uh, nearest Walgreens, CVS, whatever I could find. Reached in the glove box and grabbed a knife. Pulled my pants down while I was sitting there in the driver's seat and just cut the underwear off of me. Used the uh, clean parts of it to uh, wipe the rest of the shit from between my crack. <laughs> so I went to the pharmacy after that, after I pulled my pants up, grabbed me some baby wipes and tried to clean up. See to the club, you know. Still want to go get my uh, ass and titty fix on. <laughs> okay, so, so the guy shits himself, and then he still continues to the strip club. You know when you well, shit he bought your... the baby. I mean, if you're just gonna go home, you don't need to go back in the drugstore and buy baby wipes. Dude, you shit your pants, you go home. You throw away the underwear and you call it a night. Well, that, that's what you do. You're implying that he didn't do anything. That he just walked around with shitty underpants. I mean, he cut them off with a knife that's in his glove compartment. He got the baby wipes. I mean, he took steps. He's like MacGyver. Yeah. But all I'm saying, night's over once you shit yourself. Sorry, dude. You, you know, go, go, go past jail, go home. That's what you do, okay? All right, once again, I think I'm going to skip forward here. <laughs> so he shat, just the synopsis, he shat himself. And he went to the, to the strip club. Yeah, so, so this guy's determined to see some ass and titties. Even with his soiled underwear, I don't care if he even used baby wipes, dude. You're not going to remove the feces from your crotch. That's where you and I disagree. I think you can do a pretty good job cleaning up with baby wipes. Does this come from personal experience? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so, uh, drinks were on the house. Manager hooked me up with a freak. She wanted to give me a rod knocker. That's what we call it in Texas. 
as a blowjob for all your Rod knocker. Right, now this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> now, not only did he go to the strip club after shitting himself, but he's about to get a blowjob from one of these strippers. Yeah, no, this this story is definitely getting more interesting. The line interesting. has been crossed. Yeah. So for both, now we're on the same page. Well, you're rusty, y'all freaks. Rod knocker. Um, I was a bit reluctant, you know. Pounded enough beam to make a hobo fucking puke. So I went for it. I like that he drinks beam. Um, all I could, <clears throat> that fucking uh, shit was all on my mind. All I could think about was me shitting my pants earlier and this freak going down on me. Mood killer. So, uh, dick, it wouldn't stay hard. You know, I was real embarrassed about it. Fucking cunt. Yeah, she had the audacity to start uh, talking shit to some other girl in the club. Yeah, they started looking over at me, kind of giggling. I figured, fuck it. Time to uh, get some revenge. Waited for her to pick her two-song set. After the first song, she uh, hopped behind the curtain, you know, take the top off. I hit the booth, asked the DJ if I could get in. Do you, uh... Do people understand this? That, that people been to strip clubs, strip clubs around the world, the same thing. Stripper gets up, does two songs. This first song, she takes the top off. Second and the second song, song is the, the bottom. But it depends if it's a club that serves alcohol. Usually she's just topless. So the yeah. first song, she'll dance around, maybe get a couple Fully dollars. Clothed. Then she'll go behind the curtain, take her top off, and it's just yeah. she's topless with a G string. Okay. So she picked out two songs. He was waiting for her to pick out her two songs and go on stage. And then he's planning to enact his revenge. After the first song, he says she went behind yeah. the curtain, took the top off, about to come out to the second, for the second song. He gets behind the DJ booth. If I could introduce her for a second song, he's like, sure. It's a nice DJ. I, uh, when I got up there, I introduced her. Yeah, is the uh, nasty bitch who just sucked my cock after I shit myself on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> shit flavored cock sucker. I was slurring all over the mic. The DJ grabbed me. Scream for the bouncer. Bouncer came over there, snatched me up by the neck, beat the crap out of me, and tossed me out the front door, and I uh, haven't been to Dallas since. <laughs> Don't plan on going back, either. Well, I uh, hope you enjoyed the story, or the story. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> I can understand why Clover over here didn't want to go back to Dallas. Now, when the... When the DJ or the guy who's uh, filling in for the DJ says that this is the girl who just sucked my shitty dick, <laughs> do more people come out to Pervert Row or do people leave Pervert Row? Yeah, I don't think it's going to increase the amount of tips she gets on stage. If I was there, I would rush like out and be like, here's the 20 bucks. I'd have been like, you're, yeah. You're my type of sick and wrong chick right there. You know what's funny, though? Like, as a DJ, as a, formerly, as a former strip club DJ, you would get drunken assholes just like this dude coming up to you all the time being like, can I talk on the mic? And you're like, no, get the hell out of the DJ booth right now. Yeah. Okay? I'll call security. Just get out of the DJ booth. Now, if they offered me money, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got 100 bucks? What all right, say like whatever you want. they want to announce their buddy's you know, engagement or something? Would Once again, if that? they offered me money, <laughs> they could <laughs> okay. do whatever they want. Fine. <laughs> Thank you, Clover Killer, for your disgusting story. And uh, I hope that it hasn't deterred him from going to strip clubs in the future. Maybe not in Dallas, but elsewhere. Yeah. I bet you they don't remember him in Dallas mm -hmm. at this point. He could go back to that strip club. Yeah. Because the turnover is pretty high in those places. But think right? about it, though, dude. You shit yourself in the town. You get your ass beat at a strip club. You're really going to go back there? Maybe he, you're right. Maybe he just has personal bad feelings about the place. Yeah. Where he's just like, I'm never going back to that fucking I think that would town. stick with me. So what's call number three here? Hi, guys. This is Heather, the soccer mom in Tennessee. Nice. And the University of Florida just beat the shit 
out of the University of Tennessee, so I'm drunk and pissed off. Anyway, I have your moonshine. It is ready to roll. So Monday morning via UPS, it's going to be shipped to you, so it should be there by Thursday or Friday. My UPS driver says I need to put it in a box and spray that, like, liquid styrofoam around it, bubble wrap, bubble wrap that box and put it inside of another box to keep Whoa. it safe. So you're going to have to use your man skills and, like, cut it out of the styrofoam. Jeez, I'm going to tear into that shit with my teeth. <laughs> you're going to rip it open. Sweet, liquor. Wackley's going to be able to smell it, like, from the car. Actually, because, okay, the, you know, there's the P.O. box, and uh, the people at the P.O. box, whenever a package comes... I get an email, right? It's like the fucking 2008 style now. It's all high tech. Um, I got an email today saying you have a package, and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't order a package to the P.O. Oh, box. Oh, so it actually did arrive today. And I was thinking, like, my mom sent me some fucking stupid shit to the P.O. box. Um, Little did you know, it's moonshine coming from the side. Now mom. I'm excited. I know, dude. You're going to go over there tomorrow and pick it up? If it was open right now, I'd go now. <laughs> there wouldn't be any left for you next week. But next, I'll, I'll, I will abstain. Next, I'm going to get it tomorrow, make sure it's the shine. And next week, uh, we shall be drinking the Tennessee Moonshine. The Tennessee Moonshine. Hillbilly booze. Hillbilly piss. I'll put some pictures and other, God only knows what I'm going to put terrible. in. Oh, excited. Anyway, so it should be there by the end of the week. And Wackerly, I know you're afraid of having children because you're afraid they're going to be, like, deformed or whatever. So yes. I had some advice. Have children with a younger lady. Women over 35 are much more likely to have kids that are going to ride the short bus. So if you have a baby with a young woman, she's much less likely to have, like, some tarred baby. <laughs> so I highly recommend that you have kids, though, because I don't even really like kids, and I have two, <laughs> and my kids rock. So I, I love them to death. They're awesome. So I highly recommend that you do it because your own kids are totally different than, like, other kids. So I'm much more of a dog person myself. Anyway, okay, you guys... Keep an eye on your uh, on the UPS man because he will be bringing you a package at the end of the week. Okay. I is on him. Later. You know we're going to dedicate next week's show to the soccer mom. Try, so I shouldn't be trying to have sex with Sarah Palin. Is that the yeah young, younger you, chick? I was just thinking about that. Governor Palin. How old is she? Like forty? Forty two. She's the same age as Courtney Cox. I saw on the internet. So today. she's forty two, right? Something like that. Yeah. So she had this retarded baby five months ago. Yeah. So that just proves soccer mom's theory here. Well, you should not breed telling, after thirty-five. She's telling me to impregnate a younger woman. I mean, that implies that a younger woman will have sex with me. It could happen. Bear my seed, dude. It could happen with a lot of moonshine. You can do a lot of things with moonshine. Intravenously, <laughs> should I slip into somebody's drink? Yeah, should I, wonder, I, should I carry a little eyedropper around with me with the moonshine in it to the bar? And some like people put use, it in some chick's Cosmo. Some people use roofies. Wackerly uses moonshine. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Tennessee way. <laughs> she, she wakes up imbued with your seed. I think they call that a Tennessee roofie. <laughs> Tennessee date rape drug. Well, thank you, soccer mom. I am a, a completely seriously. I'm completely, you know, um, I'm, I'm completely on edge waiting for this moonshine. And I the, can't. I think the bigger picture is. I'm a titter. I'm. I, I'm excited. We've sent out a lot of care packages, right? Yeah. Have we ever got one? Well, we got uh, that. We, you know, we. I guess we. No, <laughs> no we People haven't. People have emailed us cool stuff, pictures of their breasts, pictures of their girlfriend's breasts. But we've never actually received a package in the mail. I honestly think we've had that PO box up on the. People have said the they website. were going to send us stuff, though. Kendra, 
Yeah, Tendra said she was going to send us tokes. Did I mention the tokes? <laughs> Wackerly still is upset about the tokes. <laughs> it's gonna, it's about to get cold in the Bay Area. I know I you need your toke. But no, people have said they're going to send us uh, tokes. Someone said that they're going to send us like a bong. Someone said, but you know they've never actually come through. Where soccer mom is actually has actually sent us this. Moonshine. I think this is the first package that's ever come to the people. I'm excited box. about it. Seriously. I'm all at Twitter. So next week we're gonna dedicate the show to the soccer mom. Thank you for sending us the moonshine. I'm, I'm gonna excited. be the whole show is just gonna be like what? I just piss myself. An incomprehensible wankerly. That's gonna be so great. Stay tuned for that. Uh what's call number four? I don't know. You made me play this one I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Significance of this will come out in about two months. My hobo brain is throbbing. (laughs) So that train? I assume it's a train. It is a train. Feel like riding the rails. So we we got this message here from uh, I believe his name is Josh. He says I've heard a lot of talk about the sick and wrong trucker Paul. But what about the sick and wrong train engineer, Josh? I'm listening while running my train all the time and influence some of my conductors to do the same. Maybe that dude in L.A. that crashed a couple weeks ago and killed all those people was listening too. Anyway, I'd like to be the official sick and wrong train engineer. How about it, Josh? Yes. He says, postscript here, the message on the drunk line of the train horn will be for me just to keep Wankerly's skepticism at bay. Oh, I'm a believer, and I, I think he's anointed. But you wouldn't have believed if he didn't send the evidence. No, I wouldn't The have. audible evidence. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Anybody can say they're a train engineer. So, so now we have an official sick and wrong trucker, Paul, and we have an official sick and wrong train engineer, Josh. Now all we need is an official uh, truck stop whore. <laughs> <laughs> a flatso. And a uh, official sick and wrong hobo that rides in the boxcars. Well, thank you, Josh. And uh, let me know about how many people uh, you, you've actually run over with that train. Yeah. Because don't people try to commit suicide by pulling their cars right in front of the train? Usually what happens, and this is what happened with that Mexican guy in Los Angeles, not the train crash that just happened this year, but like a couple years ago, he was going to do that, but then he lost his nerve and got out of the car. And, and like the killed, last killed yeah. 80 people on the train. He <laughs> lived because he, he pissed out. So if, if that's happened to you, Josh, um, give us a call. Let us know. People, or even like, you know, uh, wild animals, caribous. Cows. Yeah, cows. People, you can call the Sick and Wrong hotline at 206-666-3846 <clears throat> or send us an email at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. We received a couple emails I want to get through real quick here. We got one from Janine. She says... I just have to say that I can vouch for doctors calling children FLKs. My mom's a nurse, and she told me about this years ago when she was still working in hospitals. Some of my friends in nursing school right now say it still happens. They just don't write it on the charts anymore. So, Lance, you better watch out. Odds are you're going to have an FLK, a funny-looking kid. Unless I have impregnated a girl who's 18 years old. I still think your uh, your uh, progeny would be pretty funny looking. I'm just I'm just looking at you. <laughs> funny looking or deformed? <laughs> it's different. Uh, thanks, Janine, for uh, sending that in. Um, we also got another email here from Kyle. He says, "Hey, dudes, I have a question. What would you rather have sex with? A dog with rabies or a fat lady with leprosy?" Um, he also sent a picture that wasn't porn. He's like, "But it might turn wackerly on." It was disgusting. It's this guy with a massive facial tumor. 
And why didn't you print this out for me? You know, I was going to, uh, you know, I'll email it to you when I get home. So, Wankley, uh, what would you rather have sex with? Dog with rabies, fat lady with leprosy? Hmm. Well, I'm not going to get rabies from having sex with a dog with rabies, right? It's transferred by saliva. Yeah, I mean, might bite you. Well, they have a foamy mouth. Right. They're, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're irritated. some kind of restraint um, with his head, like a, like a veal calf. And but his if you wear a condom, <laughs> are you going to get leprosy? I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about it. Do people what? still get leprosy in this day and age? I'm sure somebody has it. What <laughs> stage of leprosy? I mean, how many fingers does she have left? Is her face still sort of intact? Yeah, does she still have Did her breasts? Did she just get leprosy? Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking her missionary style. Are you kidding me? You're just saying she's bent over. Yeah, she's bent over. And you're looking at the lesions on her ass. Better than looking at her decayed tits. And, and I'm choosing the latter, fat lady with leprosy. I just don't think I could have sex with a dog. Is it a female dog? And they don't. He doesn't specify. Hmm. I know. I, I yeah. think we really. Need you might the get specifics. leprosy though. So you're willing to you're willing to contract leprosy to avoid the bestiality. Yeah, and I just do the dog has rabies. You get bit by uh, you get bit by the dog. You know, could you imagine if he bit your member? You're gonna have to get a shot, like an injection in your stomach. Uh, they don't do that anymore. But anyways, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just a normal shot. But I just I think that you're adding an element that isn't in the initial thought thought experiment. Okay, dog with rabies, fat lady with leprosy. Yeah, I, I guess the question is, do I have to like tangle with the dog and subdue it and fuck it? <laughs> then lady with rep- leprosy with seventeen condoms on. But if the dog is in like a head restraint, Dude, I'd wear a body condom. <laughs> okay. That's I don't have anything else to say about it. Fine. I think we need the specifics, but yeah. uh, thank you, Kyle, uh, from Spain. I'm glad that uh, Spanish guys think about things like that. Yeah. Well, they're, 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 Spanish people aren't against um, animal cruelty, right? Because the whole bullfighting thing. Oh, yeah. They're just they're fine with it. But I don't think they have sex with rabid bulls. Is that what Maybe you're implying? Maybe they do. <laughs> <laughs> they might. In my country. We got another email here from Joe. He says, hey, guys. I just became a listener of your show a few days ago, and I think it's awful, immoral, disgusting, and I can't stop listening. So many people have said that. I hate that. I, I want real hate mail. Yeah, I know. We've only got, I think we've only received like maybe two. Real I know, and it's always niche markets. Like you made fun of aborted feed or not or the miscarried fetuses. Yeah, or we never have somebody just generally. Come to think hates of it, it. We've received probably five. Yeah, I would like yeah. s- from like the moral majority. You know, the the Jerry Falwell type. I just, just don't think they'd listen to something called sick and wrong. Well, aren't they supposed to be scouring the American media landscape for you know transgressors? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He says, thanks for catering to us crazies. I'm writing in relation to the podcast about circumcision, and I think you'll be interested. I have a condition called congenital phimosis, a scary-sounding medical term that means I'm uncircumcised and my foreskin does not come back over the head, erect or otherwise. Everything works just like it should, although I fucking hate the talk I have to have with every girl I want to touch my penis. I don't want to be cut, and recently I found out about non-surgical options involving steroid creams, but I don't quite have insurance yet. Keep up the good work, guys. Joe. Just wait till Obama gets elected. <laughs> You'll be the first in line to get that fixed. His postscript here is, wearing a condom is hell. It's a rubber suit over skin shield over my stifled head. So, dude, I'm trying to picture this. Is it like a bulbous caramel apple or something? Like, what does what this guy's penis look like? Like, it doesn't like? cover the head because the head is so huge. 
So, so in wh- relation to the shaft. No, but okay. So then, where's the foreskin? Is it just a big mass of skin around the like a ring of skin around the base of his I'm enormous one head? Of those, his oversized I'm head of his cock. I'm imagining one of those like. Um, Newfoundland. Is that how you say that? It's like an orange on a toothpick. Newfoundland turtlenecks that the fishermen's wear. (laughs) You know, the old school fishermen. It's just all bunched. It's just way too long, but it's all sort of bunched up around the neck. So I wonder what the typical reaction of women, because, you know, in this country, women see a foreskin. They're like, oh, wow, that's weird. Foreskin. Right. But But a normal foreskin. Yeah, normal foreskin. But when you see a mutated foreskin like uh, Joe apparently has here. Yeah. I don't even, I, I could imagine what he has to say. It's like, my dick, it's normal. I just have congenital phimosis. <laughs> so uh, you want to stick my dick in your mouth? Um, I, I just don't think it works well. Yeah. What's his name, Joe? Joe. He should just use my method and only have sex in the pitch black <laughs> with super drunk chicks. And he won't ever have to have that conversation. I, dude, I think the guy should get an operation. He'd never have to have the talk again. Go get circumcised. Get it cut off. Right. I mean, the people who are against circumcision think that, like, you know, well, the, the foreskin protects the head and the head remains more sensitive. But, like, the thing, the shit isn't working, right? You know what, though, it's like a It's like a bad, you know, uh, what's that thing? The spleen that they don't even know what it does. And they appendix. Just appendix, right. Yeah. But you know what, though? I bet you he's never tried the TLC tugger. If he tugged that foreskin. Tugged the shit out of it? If he tugged the shit out of his foreskin. It might go over that bulbous cockhead of his. <laughs> Put him in contact with that guy. Send him, send him that dude's email. I know. I'm, I'm going to have to give you be a uh, case Rob's study. email. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Joe, for sending that in. People, send an email to uh, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. If you haven't already uh, subscribed to the show on iTunes, please do and leave us some comments. We now have over 50. We're doing really well, and we appreciate every comment that you give. But leave us a five-star comment because you can rate the shows. We don't want anything under five stars. <clears throat> I noticed somebody was confused because I think at one point we were saying vote for the show on iTunes. Oh, which, yeah. Which yeah, really yeah. you subscribe to it, and then you leave a, you comment, leave a comment, and there's a rating system with your fucking yeah. comment. It's just bull- Apple iTunes bullshit. But it's iTunes bullshit, it's not straightforward. but it, it does get more visibility Yeah, Yeah, no, it's great. I'm just saying it's bullshit <clears throat> that it's not straightforward as you would think it would be. But you can vote for us at Podcast Alley, even though uh, we don't really put much stock in that website. But give even us a vote at Podcast Alley. People. Why not? It's a new month. Uh, also, check out the Sick and Wrong Forum. I don't know if you've noticed, Wackley, but there's lots of new hot birds on that forum. There's like a couple. There's one Crusher. There's one called Claire Bear. There's a girl from my own birth town of Monroe, Louisiana. I noticed that. And I saw Isn't your, that weird? I've been lurking throughout my vacation, although I haven't been posting because I'm just, you know, relaxing, <laughs> not engaging in my podcasting duties while I was on vacation. I didn't know you were from, from Louisiana. Dude, I'm a southern boy. I, I hailed from uh, uh, Monroe, Louisiana. I was born there in 1975, January 22nd. In like a cotton field or something? No, it was actually a moonshine distillery. <laughs> no, but you know what, though? Thank God, and I seriously want to thank my parents for this. I didn't have to grow up in Louisiana. They moved you would have to, a whole different accent. Uh, it would be God, a whole different show. They moved to South Africa. And I became who I am today. Because no, South Africa is a great place. No, but I mean, Northern Michigan is so awesome. I would rather have a South African accent than a than a Southern accent from Louisiana. I'm not disparaging people who have Southern accents. I'm just saying I'd rather have a South African accent. What about uh, what about Tennessee Williams? What about uh, Matthew McConaughey? 
Yeah, he gets Both a lot of people ass. that are cooler than me. He gets a lot of ass. ass. They, have, yeah. they have southern accents. Dude, Tennessee Williams isn't cooler than me. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> quite a big cooler. So did you read the blowjob post that was going on the forum? I started reading it, but people were like contradicting Dude, the fact that- it gave me a stiffy. Yeah, but our our whole point was that when you're in a relationship, you don't get a lot of blowjobs. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, you do. And it just made me feel bad that when I'm in a relationship, I don't get a lot of blowjobs. And <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm the fucked up one who's being denied. It spiraled into this whole discussion of technique and all the different types of blowjobs oh, that wait, a girl can give. Yeah, so one of the uh, new posters wrote, my ex, uh, this is a girl here, used to love to sit on my face, if that's what you want to call it. Me lay on my back and hand him kneel over my have him kneel over my head while I give him head so he is on his knees facing the wall. That way you're still in control, still have room to move around and swirl side to side and stuff everything right there for you. And he has the freedom to move and position himself too. It's handy for those of you who like to come on girls' faces. Dude, it's this like whole lurid discussion of blowjob technique by chicks. Yeah, where are these girls when I'm single? I don't know, but They're it gave me a, for a stiffy. new mate. Yeah. It was a father Nowhere for my found. masturbation theater. Thank you. <laughs> That's where I go. Sick and wrong forum to masturbate now. People go check it out. There's a link right from our main page, sickandwrongpodcast.com. So the sick and wrong song of the week was uh, sent in, not by a forum submitter, but actually someone who emailed it to us, Maxwell. He says, Dean Lance, thought you might like this song. Where's the strangest place you ever got head? The song is called Strange Places. It's by a rapper named Ron Don. And it's about getting head in strange places. So car, actually, car wash. You get you got a blowjob at a car wash? Yeah, one of those like not the one where the Mexicans are spraying your car down, obviously. <laughs> but the automated car wash. I think the strangest place I ever got a blowjob was on the Amtrak train. Yeah, that's going pretty to Chicago. good. Chicago. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Like in, uh, in the general seating car or in the bathroom? No, we were in the bathroom, but then some, Those little, kid, are nasty, some, dude, dude. some little kid opened up the door, and it's just like she's, you know, the girl's got my dick in her mouth, and I'm just like, close the door, kid. You're too young to see this, you know? <laughs> well, that's a big part of uh, Choke that Chuck, I can never say this guy's name, but Pal Chuck Palniak, yeah. Uh, which they're just making a movie about, right? He, he recommends. He has in sex the book, in strange places. Well, he, he recommends in the book that you just go hang out in the bathroom. And then if you ever are on a plane or a train and you open up the bathroom and there's some woman in there or man if you're a woman or man if you're a gay man or woman if you're a gay woman, and they say, oh, they, they left the door open for a reason. You Dude, know, if you do that, you're going to be like tried with some kind of federal crime for being a pervert. <laughs> you hang out in the bathroom in an airplane? I'm just saying. That's what Chuck said. <laughs> it's not my thought. It's Chuck's thought. I say you do it and report back to us here on Stick and Wrong. People, we'll be back next week with episode 143. Until then, take it sleazy. All right, goodbye. I get head in the strangest places. I do. I get head in the strangest places. Not really, I do. I get head in the strangest places. Who at the same time call it changing No, we are. I get head in the strangest places. Rondo. I get head in the strangest places. I get head in the strangest places. Stand back and catch my amazing Hey yo, I love getting head in the strangest places. Like underneath the table while I'm playing my aces. They taste is the favorite. I leave them with glazed lips and headed till it's numb. Feel like she got big hips. That slow motion head like a pill in the matrix. So I try to overdose on a daily occasion. See, I don't love them, no, but they comfortably sucking. And if they want my kids, they milk and get custody of them. I'm into all types of things, ice cubes and all shit. I'm sort of like. 
like the Biggie Smalls are hitting walls. I catch different calls from this chick named Simone. He's so good, she give a nigga head on the phone. Known to roam like your next tail and sex sells to buy it. Forget a salad ball, baby, this your new diet. If you expect something more, tell them that they bugging, huh? Oh, I got his hard dick, I'm all out of bubble gum. I keep head in strangers. Trojan, I'm a warrior, I got secrets too And I'm trying to show Virginians to victorious More than first timers in the blowjob champions They don't ask to do it cause they know what Don's answer is Chances is the shorty ass and she amateur But all of mine are gold medalists, brain specialists Head is just a part of my schedule, but I regret it You crazy chicks who sucked the nigga off and made it threat too Still when I see them now, mind the color whiskey out Bustin' like drop sodas until they got a busy mouth Half these girls dumb, I just tell them that they gorgeous Then I lift up my shirt, tell them step into the office Have them be in my personal leech, having the feet But the stick, not a Snickers ball, hun, so watch your teeth Just get on your knees and prepare for your course She seen the plate and thought that dawn was half horse Yes, sir Strangest places. I keep head in strangest places. Who at the same time call it changing faces? I keep head in strangest places. 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 I